Welcome to the Des Moines Real Estate Show. I'm Jim Hibbs, the host of the show, and today I've got a special guest, Mary Eikenberry. And Mary is not only an exceptional real estate agent, but also uh, also uh, concentrates and does a lot of business helping people with the transition into retirement. Correct. Yeah. So you, we're going to talk. 55 plus market. 55 plus. We're going to talk to Mary here in a little bit. The top five things we need to know as we think about that transition. We'll talk about that in a moment. First, here are the latest real estate numbers. 3,309 homes uh, on the market in the Des Moines area as of March 11th. 253 are brand new listings over the last seven days. 27 back on the market. 180 price decreases. Uh, sellers have decided to bring down the, uh, the market price on the home, 30 with increases, 346 pendings. Out of that, 275 of those 346 pendings are in the uh, uh, up to $300,000. So very much a vibrant market, still a seller's market. And 267 agreements have made it to closing and homeowners are moving into their new home. Those are the latest numbers uh, in the Des Moines area, and it's been a pretty active uh, winter time. We're taping this uh, here in mid-February, and Mary, things are kind of hopping out there right they now. They are. They're busy. Yeah. They're good. So how long? Tell us a little bit about Mary Eikenberry. Well, I've been selling real estate since 1993, and about uh, early, mid, uh, maybe about 2008 or so, got into uh, very interested in working in the 55 plus market helping seniors make that transition. Yeah, and there's a and that's a a, a growing population. You've got the very uh, much so. Yeah, you, you've you've got several generations that are entering into that phase. Because we have the, you know, the elderly already, that are you know well into their 80s and even some into their 90s, and now we have the baby boomers. There's uh, 10,000 baby boomers turning 65 every day. Yeah, and I've so, got news for you. The Generation Xers are getting close too, like myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you try you you have gone around uh, all of Central Iowa. Uh, you share information with folks uh, um, and in different uh, venues and, and and talk about the things that people need to think about. Share with us the top five things that you're at that age where you're thinking, okay, it's time to downsize or even make the next step to retirement. What are the top five things we need to be thinking about? Well, that was hard to narrow down because in this in this demographic, there's there's a lot of things to consider because this move is so different from any other move that they've made in the past because, you know, when we moved previously, we moved because of jobs, we moved because we wanted our kids to be in a particular school district, whatever, and we just packed up the whole house and we moved. Mm -hmm. And the last move that some of us made was might have been 20, 30, 40 years ago, all that stuff that we said we would look through after we got moved is still sitting there. It's so we have um, our stuff. We may have some of our parents' belongings. We may have our restoring our ki adult children's stuff. <laughs> so it becomes so very, true. very overwhelming. So um, I guess one of the things I always like to tell people is that, you know, if you don't know where you're going to end up, if you don't know where you're going, you're going to end up someplace else. Right. And particularly... I don't know about anybody else. I like to make my own decisions. I don't like right. somebody making them for me. And most adult, or most parents really don't want their adult children making those decisions for them. But I see it happen all the time where they waited too long. Uh, mom and dad can no longer make those decisions well, so the kids get involved. And many times the kids take the reins, and that doesn't always turn out to be really good uh, 
situation for the family. It could put a lot of strain on a family. And Absolutely. There is, there, there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. One of the one of the number one things to do when you start thinking in that uh, in that direction is to well start figuring out what your future needs are. Exactly. Um, I always when I talk with people, I talk to them about you know here's your homework. Mm -hmm. You know, right now you're you're healthy, you're active, but we don't know. Things can change overnight. There can be a, a death, there can be a, a catastrophic illness where your life gets turned upside down, and what do you do? And that's what I think probably one of the scariest things that, that I see is when those situations happen, uh, they're making decisions based on emotion. Yeah. The logic goes out the window, and they're grasping at straws, and, you know, six months down the road, they're going, what in the world are we thinking? Well, you weren't. Yeah. You weren't thinking. So you should be thinking about it now. So one of the things to do is start to look at the options that are, if you're, if you're planning on staying in Des Moines, look at the options. Where do, where do you start with that? What do you do? Well, one of the things that I talk to people about is, okay, if, if you decide to leave your home, what does your next home look like? Mm -hmm. what, what, are the, what are the non-negotiables? You know, if maybe you're looking at moving to a townhome or a condo, maybe you're lo looking just to rent, maybe you're looking to go into a senior community, um, but what are your non-negotiables? Maybe you're planning on taking your car and you say, we have to have a garage. Yeah. Or you have a pet. That's huge these days. If, they, if, if you go to somewhere where they're not going to take pets, you can just cross that off your list because most people aren't going to give up their pet. That's part of the family. Yeah. So what are your non-negotiables? And then, and location, obviously. Some people want to stay pretty much in the area where they've been. Some want to be closer to their family if they're here in the metro, or maybe they're moving out of state. I had that happen a lot where they're moving to be with their adult children. Closer to the children, yeah. So you need to go out and you need to just start looking at the options and prepare a spreadsheet. I, make, I have spreadsheets that they can take, and you can take it to each community that you go to and compare the pricing, the bedrooms, what, what are the things that are included, what, what, is, what does all-inclusive mean? You know, it, that is different in different communities. Um, just get all that information, and then I encourage people to narrow that down to their top three choices, right. particularly if they're looking at independent living. But while they're doing that, also take a look at the next step because statistics tell us that Probably close to 90% of us as we age are going to need a higher level of care. So as you're looking at communities, also look at where you would want to go if you need a higher level of care. And then write those three things, those three uh, choices down and get on their waiting lists. Yeah, and that's, that's yeah. important too to get on that waiting list because it is a large group of people. Uh, in that age group, uh, whether it's uh, you know the, the folks like you mentioned in their 90s, but the baby boomers are coming along, and behind them, uh, Generation X. So you you, you want to find those choices ahead of time, absolutely, and get yourself on those waiting lists. And then the next, and it's a very important step. And we and we sometimes we don't want to talk about these things, but it's it, at that point it's time to bring the family in and and talk to them. And that is can be really sticky. Mm -hmm. You know, family dynamics are interesting. Even, even in the best situations, they, they can be interesting. Um, I have a lot of uh, clients that will simply go out and they'll do all that research on their own. They'll get together with the kids and say, kids, we've made a decision, this is what we're gonna do. Well, you don't want your uh, input, but we'd like your support, you know. Um, and others do want the input from the kids. That can be difficult. I've been in situations where, um, one really sticks in my mind, I've used this example so many times, 
but there was a couple and they had their two adult children there. The son was very, very supportive of mom and dad selling the house. And they wanted me there and maybe because they knew that <laughs> what was going to happen happened. Um, but the daughter just kind of, she leaned back in her chair and I could go, I just looking at the body language knew this was probably not going to be a good reaction. And she just slammed her hand down and she goes, how dare you sell the family home? Where are we going to take the kids for Christmas and Easter and birthdays and all these things? And I'm, you know, I'm going, oh my gosh. And the mom and dad looked at each other like, well, maybe we should rethink this. Maybe we aren't making the right decision. Yeah. And I just kind of sat there and going, okay, should I say anything or shouldn't I? And I finally <laughs> just spoke up and I said, you know, it looks like maybe this kind of caught you off guard. And she goes, I had no idea. And I said, I'm sure you didn't. But I said, this is the way your folks wanted to do it. And I said, they've done their due diligence. They just, this isn't, isn't a, uh, just a spur of the moment decision. They've really been thinking about this and they wanted to do it to help the kids, right. to help you so that you're not left to deal with these and she kind of backed off, and later on she did thank me for that, but the, the reactions can be varied. There's a lot of emotion. A lot of emotion. Uh, you've grown up in the house, maybe. It's been a part of the family, and, and yeah, you, you do think about the holidays, but uh, you know the reality is life does change, and, and, and dynamics change, and, and it's best to, to have those conversations ahead of time rather than when it becomes necessary. Yeah, and that, that's really hard because so many adult children actually live out of town or out of state, and they don't have a clue what the availability is. So something happens, and now mom and dad have to move. Um, they're coming out here on the spur of the moment, trying to find some place over a long weekend. Availability isn't great. They're not. They weren't on a waiting list, and it's it's it puts so much pressure. Um, I was at a. I observed a senior panel last fall. It was a, uh, some couples that had already made the move. And uh, the moderator at that time asked the, uh, one of the gentlemen why, why they made the move. And he said, this is a gift to my wife and a gift to my children. He said, if something happens to me, which more, more than likely I'm going to pass before she does, mm -hmm. um, he said, mom is taken care of and my right. kids don't have to deal with it. And I thought, what a great, great idea. And I do have a resource team that I work with. Um, I've been working with most of them probably some of them in the last 10 years, some have been added in the last year or so. But I find it very helpful because, especially the older ones, if, if their kids are out of town and they need assistance with, maybe they don't have, they're wondering about their will, their finances, um, maybe they need home repairs, mm -hmm. whatever it may be, they don't know where to go. And I was sitting at a table last summer with a, with a uh, lady and it was her great, her great granddaughter, because she was pretty young, and I said, well, what I can help you with is I said I have a number of resources. I said you're not going to have to go to the Yellow Pages to find things. And <laughs> this young girl goes, Yellow Pages, what's that? And I said, excuse me, you don't have to Google it. <laughs> it's that book we still get every year that goes into the recycling bin. Uh, I mean, there, there are so many resources, but that's part of the problem too is there, where do you start and who do you trust? Yeah. And so the people that I work with, Jim, are ones that I, that I said um, I've worked with quite a while. They also have a passion of working for seniors. They understand that it's going to take time. They understand the patience that's needed. They understand the uh, family dynamics that can be drawn into all this. So it, it's helpful to have a group of people, and we all kind of all know how each other work. Right. And I can help coordinate. 
and so it, it works well. And you have that trust, and that's 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 huge. That is, to me, that's one of the most important parts. As I think about, you know, my parents and people working with uh, parents or grandparents, that you not only have their trust, but your parents do as well. Mm -hmm. That's a very important part. Okay, so you've made the decision. You've done the due diligence. You found a place. You talked to the family. You've You've got Mary helping you out and, and her team. Um, now it's time to deal with the stuff. The stuff. What do you do? Uh. <laughs> Goodwill. <laughs> well, um, you know, the, the stuff is probably will stop more people from making the move than anything else. Mm -hmm. They go out, they find, the, they find the place that they'd like to go to. They may have even signed the papers. They re reserved this, this space for me. And they go home and they walk in their house and they go, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I, I, there's no way that we can be ready in a month, two months, whatever it happens to be. Um, so there's a couple of ways you can go about doing this. Um, you can start yourself, and, and, but if you're going to do that, you're going to need to start, start small. I always suggest a linen closet because you want to feel some success. Yeah. If you start in the attic or the basement, even if you've spent the entire day down there and you've gone through a whole bunch of boxes, and you go, wow, you know, look at all these boxes that are going out the door. But you look at the rest of the room and you're going, this is never, you know, it's, it, it's overwhelming. Yeah. So you, you need to start small. That way you feel some success. You're making, you're making um, headway, if you will. Another thing, too, that, that comes to mind is maybe that's also a point when you, you, you get that family involved so they can make decisions on whether they want to keep something. Exactly. Because I know um, in our own family, we think, boy, maybe, you know, this child or that child will want that. Maybe we should hold on to that, and then it goes to the next house, when the reality is we don't know. And one of the biggest disappointments for a lot of uh, parents is that the kids don't want the stuff. <laughs> they don't have room they, for it. Well, and they just, they, that's just not the way they live. They don't want all the knicky-knacks, and they don't want to have to dust it, and they just want their, their minimalists. Yeah. And that's really hard for um especially the uh, people that grew up during the Depression. Yeah. They worked hard to get that stuff. They've taken care of it. To them, that has a lot of value. Um, but, you know, who wants four sets of China anymore? And, and, or the collectibles. And So um, I did a panel a few months ago, and I had a, um, a guy that does buyouts, and we had a tag sale, and we had a, a move, move manager come in. And it was interesting because the, the, um, the buyout and the tag sale people both said, before you throw anything out, have us come in and look at what you've got. Right. And he had, uh, both of them had a variety of things on a table, and they held them up and they said, okay, is it junk or is it worth something? And it was surprising, the stuff that to a lot of people looked like junk could have been worth a couple hundred dollars at a tag sale. Yeah. So they said, don't throw anything out. He said, the junk, junk, yeah, the trash you get rid of. So you, basically you want to start with, what do you want and what do you want to take? And then... Have the kids come in and ask, ask them what they want. Now, I was, as I was going through some of my parents' things, my uh, brothers and their families are all out on the East Coast. And I'm going, well, they're not, not going to be here any while. I want to get this stuff taken care of. So I just took pictures and texted, and I said, first come, first serve, who wants it? If you want it, great. And if you don't, you know, it's going out the door. And within a day, I had a lot of that stuff, decisions made. Yeah. That was quick rather than waiting for them to come out, which could have been six months. So... Um, uh, getting the kids stuff, if they have stuff in the basement, give them a deadline. How soon before you get this stuff out? And if you're not, if it's not out by June 1st or whatever date you set, what do you want me to do with it? Right. 
donate it, trash and that's curb. where i think you'll be surprised sometimes the quick text back is i don't want it you so. know another option to help with the moving as well is um, i've mentioned move managers and there's quite a few here in the des moines area and they are worth their weight in gold yeah. and i would highly recommend you know you're going to pay for it but they really take this stress and this weight off they help make those decisions you know maybe you've got this sentimental item and you're going I just can't get rid of that. I've got this, tea, this collection of teapots. I can't get rid of them. And they're going to say, well, you know, in your new space, you know, you might have room for one or two. So how about if we take a picture of the rest of them? You still have your memories, but now you don't have to dust them. Right. They will help pack. They will help coordinate the move. They will move you into your apartment. They will, um, or your new home, they'll unpack everything. Uh, the first time I had a lady do this was a couple years ago. And when she moved into her place, they had her stay in the guest room that night. In the morning, she... They had the reveal. She walked in and pictures were on the wall. Everything was in her china cabinet exactly the way it was in her home. Dishes were unpacked, groceries in the cupboard. Bed was made, towels hung up. There wasn't a single box left. It was nice. done. Nice. And for, for those wanting to move and to eliminate, eliminate the stress, uh, what a great way to do that. Yeah. Let, let somebody take it over. And it's also helpful for those people whose kids are out of town. Yeah. Because it, they aren't here to help. Again, it, it, anytime you move, it, it generally there's some emotion that goes with it. And, and in this case, when you're, especially if you've been in a home for a very long amount of time, I mean, that would be remarkable to wake up in the morning and, and walk out and your new home has some of the feelings of the old house yep. still in it. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. All right, so we've done this. We've got the, uh, the, the knickknacks, the items. We've taken care of them. The next step, uh, selling the old home. What do we need to do? Yeah, and actually this, this step you could probably incorporate earlier on too. Usually when I meet with people the first time, just to kind of help them create a plan, I will have them take me through the house mm -hmm. and see what they have, give them some suggestions, and then I'll also do a market analysis for them at that point because one of the things that I have heard from a lot of the financial advisors that I work with is that when people come in, they would really like to know a pretty accurate value, what the equity is that they have in their home. Mm -hmm. Because that's a, for a lot of people, that's a big chunk of their financial picture. Right. So having a good idea of what the equity is is helpful. So uh, maybe that first meeting when I, I will do that market analysis, I'll go back and we'll talk about, you know, maybe they don't, don't want to move for six months or two years. Well, I'd say, Jim, you know, you, know um, you can sell your house as is, but with a few cosmetic updates, you know, you could probably do very well right. getting your house sold. And I'll mention to them, you know, repairs that might be needed. You know, maybe they've got some rotted window sills or the roof. Maybe the roof looks a little iffy. Mm -hmm. and I, I'm not an expert, but I've seen enough roofs over the years. You kind of know what to look for. And I like to be proactive. I'll say, you know, have a roofer come out and take a look at this. If you have a roof problem, you know, why just fix it for a new buyer? You're going to be here for a while. Fix it for yourself as well. Right. Maybe the electrical panel is an old one or maybe, you know, whatever it may be is try to get them to be proactive and deal with these things now and then talk about, you know, uh, if they want to do any staging at the time you put the house on the market. What are their plans? Uh, do they plan to move out and then put the house on the market? You know, is there any furniture that could be left that we could leave in the house to make it, you know, a little more appealing rather than just walking into a vacant house? So a lot of those uh, things are discussed at the time. And it's and it's up to each each uh, buyer or excuse me each seller, as they're making their their transition. I mean, for some folks, it will make sense to go ahead and move first, then put the Absolutely. house on the market. 
for others, they're they're ready to go now. And 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 one thing I have noticed too, um, you know, the cleanliness of the home. At the end of the day, you talk about repairs and things like that, but the cleanliness of the home absolutely. is absolutely important, and making sure that you do that deep clean before you head out to the next step. And I think it's another great um, option to just hire somebody to come and do it. Yeah. Because as we get older, uh, it's 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 hard work cleaning a house, and especially when you want to deep clean it. Why wear yourself out? Just hire somebody and have them come in and. They'll take care of you know the fan blades and the light bulbs and the whole works and because you want that house to sparkle. Well, you've reached retirement. You owe yourself that to go out Absolutely. and do something else while somebody else. And, and if the, the kids home. want to help and they can't get out to help, just ask them to, to donate to the donate. mom and dad moving fund. How about a GoFundMe site? <laughs> ask the kids about that. The GoFundMe. That's to clean a great my idea. House. There Jim. you go. That's a great idea. <laughs> talk to the grandkids about that when they can help you get that set up, Mary. Always a pleasure to talk to you. You are well, you, you are one of the, uh, uh, the the real stalwarts here at the uh, North Park office with Caldwell Banker. Mary's uh, email is on the screen there. You can get a hold of Mary if you have any questions about uh, that uh, retirement move as you get ready to make the big move, the transition. And Mary's here at our Johnston office anytime you want to chat with her. Mary, thanks for being here. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate it. I've enjoyed it. So get out there and make the most of the day. Mm -hmm.